The beautiful thing about that is that we're never gonna overlay it over the real one, so you'll never know how shitty we really sounded. (laughs) Welcome to the 404 Podcast, everyone. This is Jonathan Lamond, acapella extraordinaire. Oh, you did? Oh, so you said it. uh, I am the orange peels that are sitting on my desk right now, man, just laying there, drying out. Super lost. (laughs) We're back. Yes, we are. Had a um, yeah sabbatical. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, in fact, <laughs> uh, hello. Yeah, I had Whoa. to figure out something. Man, we're doing it live. What? This, yeah, what? This, this, hello. What? See, okay, here's the thing, right? On my end, so you probably hear him, right? But you don't hear me, and I can't hear him, but he might can hear me. Hello. But, uh, oh, there he is. He's back. Is it back? He's back. Okay. Good. All right. So. Yeah, uh, a series of very unfortunate events yeah. uh, happened. Uh, my, my grandfather died, uh, so we had to sort these these kind of things out. Um, so yeah, that's why we had to take some time off. Uh, in the meanwhile, we did some mischief. Uh, first, well, yeah, I got a couple of things I want to talk about. So let's start with the, uh, the th- one of the things that did some waves uh, last week or two weeks from now. When you're you're going to be listening to this, uh, Devil May Cry Five is not going to get a uh, is going to get microtransactions in the form of uh, experience boosts. Now a lot of people were like, "Oh, cool! Well, I guess I'm not buying this game ever." And I was like, "No, you fucking prick! That's not how it's going to work. This is not how it works. If you have interest in, in a game, you don't just boycott it because they're doing something they're not forcing on you. They're just yeah. offering the possibility, like." Let me introduce you to how the industry works. And yes, it does need change, but it's not there yet, so hear me out. If you boycott a game you had an interest in, it's never going to happen again. And then you're going to cry that they're never going to do another game like that again. What you need to do is buy the game, but not the MTXs. Mm -hmm. So this way, the MTXs get cut out, but not the franchise. Yeah, it's like... I think it sounds... It's a different... Makes sense, right? Yeah, it's like... uh... You know, hey, I want the game, right? I want the game. But then you vote with your money. So you buy the game, and the game makers in the studio are like, okay, they're buying the game. What are they not buying? They're not doing the microtransactions. Okay, well, how do we do that? We make the game better. And then you get a better Devil May Cry. So Devil May Cry 6 will be awesome, but they're not going to make it if you don't buy the game. Yep. So and you see the, um, like the whole... There was a whole argument about that, like, oh, MTXs ruin uh, co-op and PvP games. No, they don't. It's like, okay, how do they? Like, let me tell you a story about my good friend Ryan. Ryan, who was here on the podcast, okay? He started playing WoW. Okay, um, he didn't have all the years of grinding that I had, so he was spending money to reach my my kind of, of completion level, which is fine, because in a way, he gets instant gratification from the money he spends in the game 
And at the same time, I get gratification in knowing that all the time I spent on the game is worth X amount of money. Mm-hmm. You know? So in, in that way, it works. And Devil May Cry would have worked the same way. Because, yeah, okay, so you don't want to grind all the skills in the game or all the weapons in the game. Okay, fine. So this guy is going to pay to get all his uh, skill points unlocked. Fine. I'm just going to spend 40 hours on the game I love anyways and grind all the skills on. That's fine. But anyways, yeah, uh, a lot of people said, oh, so I guess we found a dev guy. Yeah, well, it's not that I'm a dev guy. It, it just makes sense, right? Yeah. I mean, if you if, if you would have boycotted, like, Minecraft because, I don't know, you could tame horses and horses are not your thing. I mean, first of all, it doesn't make any sense. Plus, uh, like, Mojang would never have made, one, his studio, two, other games, and three, continue Minecraft development because it wouldn't have brought any money, right? Yeah. So, like, people... Okay, I said this in an offensive way, and I don't mean it as bad as I sound, but stop trying to be the cool snowflakes around. Yeah, like, dude. Like, oh, I guess I'm not buying that game. If you say that, it's because you never had any intention of buying a game, which is fine. I'm not going to buy... I don't know, man. I'm not going to buy any single-player game because I don't play single-player games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just not going to go rant about it and make as if my decision was going to impact a game that others are going to enjoy, right? Yeah. Like Spider-Man, for instance. I'm never going to yeah. play that game, ever. I have no desire to. It's just not my kind of game. But I'm not going to be like, hey, you shouldn't buy that game because I don't like it. Because that makes you me You know, the game had glorious reviews asshole. and yeah. everything. It's probably and, I mean, a great game. Even if the... I just don't Even like if they it. introduced, uh, say, paid costumes, okay, well, I'm against those costumes because they look cooler and I don't want to buy them. Well, don't buy them. That's fine. <laughs> you, it doesn't impact your storytelling yeah. experience. It doesn't impact, I mean. It's uh, like, hey, man, um, you, know, you like that hairstyle that you have, right? What would you do to get that? You probably paid for it, right? Wow, isn't that weird? Yeah, so bottom line, don't boycott franchises you care about. Boycott what you don't like about them, yeah. especially when there's money tied to it. Because, believe it or not, devs are tracking this shit. So if they see something is not working for them, they're going to stop it, which would be ideal. Yes. But anyways. Whatever. So that was the, the first thing. Uh, I spent a lot of time. I usually don't do that, but this one really, really made me rage. Granted like, I your fucking gears. hate people who do that. Well, yeah, because I like Devil May Cry, and yeah. I, I know a lot of people didn't like the the DMC Devil May Cry that Ninja Theory did, mm-hmm. but I think they 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 did a great job. Like, yeah, the art style was a very different. We didn't all like the uh, the, the black haired Dante and everything. Okay, I get it, but the, the, like the soul of the game, the, the button mashing and everything, everything was there. Everything was fine. Like the puzzles and everything was fine. But yeah, I mean. Interest was there because Capcom said, look, you did a good job. We're going to take the franchise back, which is a good sign. Yep. You know, usually because if people just just subcontract the games to other, uh, other companies because they don't, they don't think they, they need to spend the resources, the manpower to do that. Yeah, they're just like, so, oh, pay somebody else to do it. Yeah. So, you know, I just don't want the series to disappear because it's a good franchise. Yeah, man. I mean, it's a... That's a series that I've I've met a bunch of people that have like that are super into that franchise. You know what I mean? Like it means a lot to them. Like uh, same if um, like Resident Evil, right? If Resident Evil yeah. was like um, you could I don't know buy potions or something 
for real money in the game or like to have like a store that you can spend real world money or currency in the game to buy you know a gun or whatever and it's like okay like i'm not gonna not i wouldn't not buy resident evil because it has microtransactions like i'm just not gonna buy them you know what i mean like i don't understand why like if it's a good game, if I man, the new Resident Evil looks dope, but it has microtransactions. I'm not gonna not buy the game. I love that game, and I want them to keep coming out with more. I just want them to not have microtransactions. And to be honest, me personally, I don't care. Put microtransactions. I'm just not gonna buy them. Like that has nothing. That, oh, me neither. I don't understand why people know, are mad that they're there. Don't buy them. Well, uh, I know a lot of people were scared that oh they're gonna start putting MTXs in the game, so it's gonna become pay to win. I was like, eh, I don't think it's going to be pay to win, especially on console. Yeah. If consoles game, console games really drop to, like, cell phone level, okay, fine. Bitch and whine all you want. I'll be the first in line to say it's wrong. But well, until like then, the time stop, gate situation. Stop. Yeah, but, but I mean, stop stop believing in conspiracies. I mean, it's yeah. not in anyone's interest to make, to make fucking pay to win games. Especially games you pay 80 bucks to play. So, chill. Like, just enjoy the games that are there. A yerp. Anyhow. Next up. So, um... Wanna... I don't know. Talk about, uh... Microsoft announces their streaming service name. Or the project name, I guess. Yeah. It's called... Well, the the name is, um... xCloud. Come on! Like, even internal? (laughs) Come on! It's the console of the future, of man. You got your else. Xbox connected to your X Cloud. Like, you were just like, hey, iCloud, like, you know, Apple products just puts the I in front of it. Hell, let's just put an X in front of it. That's, I don't know, man. I, like, you know, I, you know, I can't, I can't think of something right now, but I don't get paid to think of that, you know? This is you the intern. Funny? The intern made that. If they go with, with, with the same name 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 convention yeah for their video streaming services did they'd, they'd probably like to go and do x videos oh you know where no. x videos goes oh no <laughs> yeah. this is gonna be amazing. microsoft let's not i'm gonna stop you there buds put it x videos is taken sorry yeah sorry bud God, dude. You're going to have to take about, think about something else. Yeah, yeah. I can definitely tell um, you're not buying that site. Uh, yep. But, yeah. Um, uh, I don't know if you have more details about the, the whole xCloud thing. It looks neat. Um, so they're also making the quote-unquote Blade, um, which is like the streaming box. And they okay. just kind of had like this video. And they were, you know, they were basically going over what they said at E3. But, like, they had um, a somewhat replica of what the blade would look like and they're like putting pieces in it and then it was like we have make the blades and then we make them put them in a server rack and then like you know we host all the stuff and it was just kind of like a a commercial a commercial you would see at two in the morning and eh, you know neat i guess i'm still I'm, I'm still neat with it well it seems like a lot of people even uh this is no big news, honestly, because, I, again, I didn't read the detail, but Sony said, yeah, we're going to make a PlayStation 5, and, and mm-hmm. the, the reaction amongst the press was like, wow, I'm actually surprised it went with the PlayStation 5. And I'm on the opposite side saying, like, why is everyone surprised? I mean, If they called yeah. it, like, PlayStation, like, V or something, I would be upset. 
I don't know. Actually, V actually wouldn't be that bad. And you know where PlayStation V goes to, right? <laughs> <laughs> just messing around. But no, uh, the, the whole point was like, oh, well, everybody is working on streaming and these guys are working on a real uh, real console still. And I mean, it, I don't think, it kind of makes think, sense. Yeah, I don't think streaming's there yet, 100%. No. Well, I think people are hyped because, uh, well, Google also did the same thing. If you are, I don't know if they're still looking for testers, but if you're into Assassin's Creed, uh, Google has its own uh, streaming service. And if you sign up for the, the beta and you get chosen, you get to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey in Chrome, I guess, uh, for, 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 for nothing for a couple of months. So that's neat. But yeah, that's I'm, I'm not willing to give any money to game streaming yet. No. Um, anyways, that, that's, that's my two cents. I like, uh, I'm, I'm a relic of the past. I like having copies and no DRM on my games. So, yeah. But... Uh, yeah, I guess everyone's jumping on the bandwagon of uh, streaming. So everybody was surprised about the PlayStation 5. I mean, it's cool. Yeah. But at the same time, like, consoles are already, like, two to three generations of, of graphics and, and processors behind us, mm-hmm. like, on PC. So they still have a, a couple of miles to go before they reach us, before focusing on streaming. So I mean, for yeah. me, I feel like for me, streaming is uh, like it's it's an add on. It's not it's not yet a whole service. You know what I mean? Like like Game Pass or whatever. Like I get Xbox oh, Live I and I get this other stuff. I, I have Nintendo Switch that. online. I get also some streaming services. Like it's just not it's not its own. It cannot be its own yet, in my opinion. Well. The thing is, okay, so you want a game on a budget, so you buy the, the tiny X Blade or whatever they're gonna call mm-hmm. it, and so this this way you just have to pay your your subscription fee and you get any game you want as long as you're connected to the internet. That's fine, but I think in the long run, especially with a lot of games, popular games going free to play, you're probably gonna end up pay, paying more with your subscription per game than you would just buying a game. Like depending on your selection yeah. and your taste, yeah, of yeah. course. But um, I, of course, it's going to be profitable for companies because otherwise they wouldn't develop it. But yeah, I, I think it's going to be a money grab in the long run. Feel that? Facts. Yeah, but uh, no, tying it into Game Pass, um, I, I did buy. Uh, I didn't even buy it. I, I I activated my my trial of Game Pass for uh, Beautiful Forza Four, which by the way is amazing. Um, I was super excited because, uh, yeah, we're going to uh, to Worlds. Um, well, I'm, I'm from Quebec, so I'm going all the way from Quebec to oh, Oklahoma City. Yeah, uh, buddy. With the family, cost us a whole fucking lot of money. So when Forza 4... Uh, well, I don't know if you guys recall, because we did a, a an episode for E3, and mm-hmm. they announced Forza 4... And I didn't play any other Forza games, so it, it it looked kind of interesting. And then I kept on reading good things about it, and I was really into it. And um, like just having paid my uh, all the plane tickets and everything, I didn't really have any money to buy it. So one of my friends reminded me he has an Xbox One, and that's what he does. He just has a Game Pass. He doesn't buy any game. So he just reminded me, hey, you know, it's on Game Pass. So if you want. At most, if you pay twelve bucks a month, you can have access to your Forza if you want. I was like, "Oh man, I forgot that's a thing." 
And that's what wins people over. It's exclusivity and, and like the new games available on that Game Pass. That's amazing. Like, I didn't have to wait. I just subscribed, downloaded the game, and it works just fine. And that's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, in a way, I'm saving money, so that's great. But, um, like, I don't know if streaming the game when my hardware would be able to run it would be a plus. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, uh, as far as uh, Forza goes, um, I did play a lot of uh, other racing games. Not for a long time, granted, because I'm, I'm like, every game disappointed me. But um, my favorite racing game was Need for Speed Underground 2, um, especially for its soundtrack, which was really funky. Um, a bit more street, more rapping, a bit of, uh, of dense music, but, you know, kind of obscure I really liked it. I uh, liked all the modding and stuff. I liked. I kind of disliked the whole uh, visual upgrades that were mandatory because you had like the uh, racing aspect and then you had mm. the popularity aspect or whatever. So yeah, but I did enjoy the, the modding in it, and not a single game could scratch that itch that it left so long ago. I think it was two thousand two or something. That's so long. Anyways, so, yeah, when I saw Forza, I was like, okay, that sounds interesting, especially because it's way more specifics, like, in the, uh, the, the technical aspects of it. And I really, really like that. You can tune everything in that game, and it's just so enjoyable. Like, especially, I like... The thing with Need for Speed is usually you can play like a dumbass and still finish number one, mm-hmm. while in Forza, mm-hmm. I'm maybe 25% in of all the things you have to do and I can't finish a race most of the time because I have to tune my car over and over again and I know like in a way I kind of feel like a dumbass but I love cars while I know absolutely nothing about them (laughs) but at the same time it feels so great just racing and not being able to finish like in the top three all the time it makes you think about your game and that's marvelous well yeah it's less arcade I can't remember yeah, it's it's like in between simulation and arcade, yeah. and it's it's glorious. Seriously, I really like that game. It's it's a it's a gem. Um, I, I know longtime fans have been have been kind of disappointed. Apparently, Forza Three had more story, more stuff to do in it. But uh, as a, as a newcomer, it's a, a amazing game, especially in the racing on the racing side. It it doesn't have a lot of competition. It has uh, the crew too, and that's about it. Mm. So. Yeah, highly recommended. I don't know, man. Uh, probably not going to get that, but it did look good. I That was actually, like, I'm not really into racing games, but when that they announced that, I feel like we all were kind of like, yeah, okay, okay. You know, like, this, this, this might be a one. But I don't know. I got, I bought a lot of other games. I started playing Paladins. I got the, uh, the character pack for that, so, you know. All you got to do is activate your Game Pass. I don't have an Xbox. So, PC, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't for, have an Xbox either. <laughs> I had done forgot. That's the whole, that's what he was saying before. You forgot you had a computer? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> uh, Man. But, yeah. Anyways, um, it, it was great. Well, what do we talk about next? Let's do, let's finish out the game stuff. And then we can go on to the rest. Um, sure. 
Well, um, that's a short one. If you if you did like the uh, the Walking Dead series, because uh, spoiler alert, Telltale Games is closing. It's yep. closed. Did make enough money, uh, which is kind of a shame. But at the same time, like having played, I played Jurassic Park, Batman, uh, Walking Dead, and uh, Borderlands, and all these the, these games had in common that the engine felt so whack, like it didn't work all the way like it, it, it was always missing something always there was always something glitchy most times it was the sound sometimes it was like the textures and everything and they couldn't just seem to fix the engine so it was to me it was kind of a sign like how are they making so many games and trying to rack in so much money yet they can't fix their freaking engine um so anyways they they, they closed their doors uh, a lot of people were uh were 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 enamored with uh, with The Walking Dead. So uh, Skybound Entertainment, which is Robert Kirkman's uh, game studio, who, by the way, Robert Kirkman is the guy that invented, created uh, The Walking Dead. Um, so his studio will be picking up the game and finishing the development. So that's a good thing. Um, yes. And that's it. We're going to see the finale of, uh, of The Walking Dead series. Yeah, I've never been a huge fan of those games, but, you know. I, I know some people really enjoy that. I know the Batman one, I think, was pretty cool, right? I think the Batman yep. one got good reviews, yeah. It also um, had the uh, the streamer integration, was, which was kind of funny. Oh, yeah. Kind of like Jackbox. Yes. That was nice. Yeah, that is dope. Um, I had another one. Oh, yeah. So, Cyberpunk 2077, right? They have enlisted a multiplayer studio. To help out hmm. with the development and say what you know what i mean uh this is a uh, GameSpot article and it's just exciting that uh there's an entire studio working on the multiplayer because uh, this is a game this is a, this is a one-player game that i'm going to buy hundo percent this is going to be a multiplayer game i'm gonna buy <laughs> oh well yeah i guess yeah i guess you're right because i'll definitely never get around to make the uh single-player campaign, so if they do work well on multiplayer, I might buy it for that. Man, that's... I don't know. I'm excited. That, that game looks... It's, it looks really promising. Excited for it to come out. Um, you know, we could have uh, a, Did uh, you see the, uh, the author of the, the novels? No. <laughs> okay. So this is a story about a guy that said video games were stupid. Back when CD Projekt started developing the game, like the first Witcher, mm-hmm. of course, The Witcher is an adaptation of a novel. Mm-hmm. I think it's by the same name. So they reached out to the uh, the creator of The Witcher and they said, yo, we want to use your license to make a game. So he said, fine, make me an offer. So they said, okay, we're going to offer you, I think it was a percentage of total sales, which is usually better in business than total revenue, if it makes sense. And he didn't believe in video games back then, like 10 to 12 years ago. So he said, no, I don't want this. I want, I think it was $16,000. And CD Projekt in the, in the time said, well, sure. Well, we're going to give you your 16000 So they gave him $16,000 and they went away with their, their percentage of sales. And two to three weeks ago, the the guy came back saying, um, no, I want percentage of sales now. And just everybody started laughing. 
It's I think it's universal. <laughs> He's just a fucking dumbass. Like it's it, now is not the time to ask for percentage, man. You had your chance and you blew it. Later. Yep. Feels bad, man. Yeah. Business. Um, I guess the last one is a mix of both. Actually, you know what? Nah, we're good. I was gonna wanted to talk about the Fortnite versus the whole dance community thing, but like really, I don't like. I don't think that they should have called it something else, right? Like I feel like maybe they should have called it the dance move. You know what I mean? But the dance community trying to sue Fortnite or for, sue Epic because. They have the dance move that they quote unquote coined, which I mean, they, they coined it, you know what I mean? But <sighs> you can't copyright a dance move, especially and if it's just like a viral dance move. And that's after a full week of uh, creator week or whatever. Yeah. So people could earn money with their uh, the things they created. So I don't know. I just I understand that they're somewhat maybe frustrated i guess but like to try to take legal action is a little wild um it's and i just i personally think that fortnite should have named it the dance move like swipe it should have been the millie rock and the other one should have been the shoot so like that's the only thing that i think they should change just to to give credit to the actual people that made the dance like I'm, I'm sure there's some legal reason why they didn't name it that, but I mean either way, like you know whatever. But <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, I just, mm, mm, just a little like some of these dance moves are like super old and like they're like oh you know people don't even know it's my dance move. And I'm like yeah, and they still wouldn't had it not been for Fortnite. You know what I mean? Like any publicity is good publicity is my kind of thinking when it comes to that. But I mean whatever. Yep. So look at all the money I'm not making. Well, That's really what it is. Cause if this was, if this was any other game, any other game wouldn't even be a problem. Wouldn't even be a problem. But since Epic's making so much money, it's a problem. And I mean, the bottom line about that is just that Fortnite's free. That's the whole reason. Yeah. Like it's accessible. So they so. should really just focus on making their, their own work more accessible. Maybe that would help. Yep. Yep. So, yep. That's it. That's uh. my, that's my thoughts. Oh no! Well, I forgot. Speaking there is... of, uh... go ahead. Go ahead. No, there, there was one more uh, piece of information um, on games that the Wall Street Journal claims that there's going to be new Switch hardware next year, and it makes sense. Yep, it kind of sucks. The reason but... why is because when they made the Switch, they chose an Nvidia Tegra uh, chip mm-hmm. that was already outdated for the time when they chose it. So, basically, they could have made the Switch way better. Although they would have had to rework the whole concept and everything to make sure the chip didn't overeat. So, they chose to take a, a, another power chip safer and make right. the console with that. Safer route. Yeah. But, um, anyway, so yeah, the Switch makes sense. Uh, an updated one, because they're going to be able to most likely put a better chip in it. Um, and, I mean, I don't mind in, in, in the way that... Usually, Nintendo is the king of new versions, right? Mm-hmm. 
They make a new game, they make a bundle with it. They make a new game, another bundle. They make, you know, they made Smash, so now they made the uh, the adapter for the GameCube controller. They made a new GameCube controller. They're making new versions of the the Switch yep. for Smash and Which everything. Sucks, so I, like, that really kind of want it, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not like. So that's part of their uh, modus operandi, right? That, that that's what they do. So it it, it doesn't really matter. But at least this time they're going to put something more powerful into it, so that's fine. Yeah. Um, I'm just really curious what kind of performance peak we're going to get because release release games like uh, Zelda, some points were were framing. So I wonder if the new chip is going to be good enough so that it will keep steady a steady FPS mm-hmm. in in hard moments. Yeah, it'll be. It'll I mean, be I hope so, but you never know. Yeah, it'll definitely be cool to see. Um, but yeah, man. That's uh, that's exciting. I would get, like, I was gonna get the new Smash, uh, bundle, but, you know, after I read that, I was kind of like, mmm, yeah, about that, because <laughs> I'll probably wait for up, the updated yeah, one. Yeah, I'll pick up the updated one, because maybe they might even have a Smash version of that one. You know. Well, the thing too is that, like, even their their Nintendo Online, they they haven't made their their proofs yet. Unless you're telling me that you played Splatoon and you can say for sure that everything works fine. Mm-hmm. But like the 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 classic games aren't really worth it to me. And then the only reason I would get it is to play against you guys on Smash. Yeah. I'm like, am I am I really going to spend twenty or maybe forty dollars Canadian on an online service which I will barely use? Like. I don't know. Like a lot of things are not necessarily worth it for uh, for the Switch. Oh, like dude, I, I don't think they're gonna they're gonna make more performance demanding games because they make an updated uh, Switch. No, it'll probably just make the the games that they have now run better. Well, they try they they, they tried fragmenting the uh, the market with their 3ds's. What like the, the regular 3ds versus the new 3ds? Oh my god, dude! I, I mean, talk they, about the handhelds, dude. Those handhelds started yeah. getting like. You have the 3DS, you have the 3DS Max, you have the 2DS and the 2DS Max, and then the fucking, like, 1D, like, you know, they have the 0DX or whatever. Like, I just, it's confusing. Like, it, it's just yeah. too much. It's too much. But then, I mean, they they, they thought, like, yeah, we're going to make an updated version, and so this game, this, this console is going to be able to run, like, Super NES emulators, and uh, uh, it's going to be able to run big games like Xenoblade Chronicles, and I mean, don't get me wrong, Xenoblade Chronicles is super good. If mm-hmm. I had to rebuy a 3DS, I would buy a new one just to play that game too. But at the time, it was so fucking stupid to release that th- that game and to lock it behind a console. And I mean, it, the sales didn't go well. It had some interesting points, like a second joystick. But at the same time, like I, I was uh, I was really playing Monster Hunter a lot back in the days. And I was like, am I going to spend another... Three hundred and fifty dollars just to get a a fucking clitoris mouse, you know the uh, yeah. the, the kind of IBM tiny red dot. Mm-hmm. That's the the kind of joystick they put on. I was like, really? Wow. Ugh. Anyways, so yeah, I I just hope their updated version makes sense this time. Yeah, we'll see. We're not out of the woods yet. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the uh, the last the last tiny thing about games I have is the uh, the PUBG. PUBG, every, t- every time they try to make something right, they make something wrong. And I feel yeah, kind of bad about it because uh, Ring of Elysium is out now. And it's it it's not a direct clone, but it's literally Tencent's version of PUBG. 
So there's a lot of things in it that feel very familiar mm-hmm. and but, sound but familiar. They, yes. But then they, they kept adding cool stuff into it. Like when you spawn on the map, you can see where other people are going to spawn, which is nice. Um, and the second thing they did add is the, uh, like the, the option packs, I guess you could add, yeah, you could call them. So you can get an, um, uh, planning thing. So you can, you, you can, uh, um, not hover, but you know, you can travel distance while flying, which is kind of neat. Uh, so you cover a lot of ground, but you don't have a lot of, uh, of, uh, carrying capacity mm-hmm. you have the snowboard that's average and then you have the climbing pack that has a lot of storage but doesn't have uh, as much mobility so that gives you an option depending on where you're going to drop and how many people are around you know what kind of pack you're going to need that was nice oh you also have different uh, starting guns so that's nice because you that's always dope. start with a gun yeah. and you can uh, once again adapt to the situation you're in that's so cool. if you're in a, a spawning point where everybody is in you might be better off with a shotgun rather than the uh the like a pistol or something so those are cool cool little ways they they did things differently um the way they treat collisions like unless it's a straight up 90 degree wall in front of you usually you can climb up to it and just go around or something um so that was also nice so yeah i, I don't know the future looks bleak for uh, pubg yeah because because blackout um, comes people out were complaining week. about matchmaking and being matchmade uh, uh, yeah matchmade with uh, uh, like Chinese hackers stuff like that that are apparently plaguing the servers so they issued a patch to try and make uh, matchmaking more local and apparently they shot themselves in the foot again uh, people were complaining about 200 plus ping uh, or being matched with more Chinese hackers or if uh say if you had a friend in Europe and you would uh you would be in Europe uh well you wouldn't be in Europe, you would play with someone in Europe. Your server would be European, so you would be stuck with two hundred ping constantly every time you would try to play with that friend. Mm. So yeah. I don't know if they're gonna revert it or if they're just gonna hotfix something into it to make it work better. But people are yet again not happy with them. So I I you know, ever ever since the first ever since it first came out, have they ever been happy? You know what I mean? Well, the first the first version was great, and That's then they, they showed like, I, I think they worked too fast and then too slow. Like they they showed the climbing patch and everything. They said, "Look, where you're gonna be able to climb up things and do a little bit of parkour and go faster around the map." Great. It took like four or five months before implementing. That was a super long time, especially because like back in the days you had one map. And then they did show the second map and took a lot of time be- before the second map was available. So oh, I don't know. man, I, that second map took forever. I and mean, vaulting took years, it seemed. Yep. So, I don't know. It kind of looks like they, they jumped the gun on a lot of things, and now it's come to bite them in the ass. Yeah, man, I just... I feel bad. Like, yeah, you said it. I think, yeah, I kind of feel bad for them. They just... Feels bad, man. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow... Um, is there enough TV things here to say TV? Yeah, we can have a TV block. Yeah, we have a little bit. Throw a little bit in there. So Big Mouth yeah. Season 2, or Big Head, a.k.a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I always mess this show up. I've called it Big Mouth. I've called it Big Head. I've called it Fat Head a lot, too. Like, or Fat Mouth or something. Like, I've messed that name of this show up frequently. But I love this show. It is hilarious. 
Yep. It's so rel- uh, it's for so people relatable. who don't know. Yeah, for people who don't know, uh, Big Mouth is a uh, a show on Netflix uh, made by two comedians, um, which basically explores the world of sexuality as seen as uh, as a couple of teenagers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's not really graphic. I would say it's more honest. Yeah, in a way, like it demonstrates a lot of points, like by creating, for example, the hormone monster. The hormone monster. And then it monsters. shows like. Yeah, they're, they're amazing, but like it shows how the the, the hormone monster influences some some decisions yeah. and some actions they're gonna take. But at the same time, like if you went through puberty, you know what it feels like because oh, it's exactly the same thing they're oh, they're, yeah. they're showing. Oh my god! And I mean everybody everybody in it is amazing. Um, I, I'm two, not a huge fan know. of Nick Kroll, but I actually appreciate him in this particular setting. Uh, even even uh, John Mulaney, like he plays uh, he plays one of the whiny kids. Oh yeah, he fits perfectly in that. <laughs> Dude, uh, and yeah, yeah season two. Stuff. I don't know if you watched it. No, I haven't seen it yet. All right, so season two, I think, uh, was better. Okay, it might have been uh, a bit um, crude, I would say, but it was it felt more empowering for women. Uh, like there was the, there the, this whole acceptance body acceptance arc, mm-hmm. and uh, I was kind of um, um, happily shocked, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's actually some nude scenes with ladies in there. Weird. And it's not like sexual. It's just like, look, I have I have weird curves and tiger marks and you know stretch marks. Mm-hmm. Tiger marks. My that sounds way better. Tiger marks are dope. Tiger marks. But yeah, so so it's there's a whole arc in there about body acceptance, and there's the there's another arc about big boobs and and what people think about you, and yeah, mm-hmm. it was uh, it was interesting to see what what ladies went through uh, in high school. So it's uh, it was really a good season, and the whole uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna end it there because I don't want to give too many spoilers. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, earmuffs, it's earmuffs, a good earmuffs. show. Like if you think. Like some people, I've heard some people compare it to like Family Guy, and while Family Guy usually is either more political or more cultural, I think, um, I think Big Mouth is right where it needs to be, where it's smart, yep. it's yep. well cast, and it's 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 honest. It's just honest. Like it's it's not shit people think but not say. It's all think. It's all things people lived yeah. <laughs> in yeah. that way or not. It's great. It really is like. It's just it's just so great. Watch it. Yep, it's a great show. Yep. Watch it. Ten on ten recommend. Um Okay. So here's another one. Me and my friend. I'm a huge, huge bleach nerd. I love bleach. Bleach is my favorite anime. Um and if well, I guess there's no spoilers. If you're if you're reading the manga, right? Because <laughs> the, the anime ends pretty far um into this into the actual like end of the season series um so i read the manga and i finished it out and then like the last three chapters were like we have big news coming up and i was like oh man they're gonna release a they're gonna they're gonna do a a bleach follow-up series and i was like heck yeah because there's like a million questions that aren't answered and like a million's an understatement, I feel. But 
I was like, cool, 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 you know, whatever. Read the last, read the last chapter. Kind of disappointing on how Bleach ends, whatever. And then, boom, they hit me with a, there's a live-action Bleach movie coming up. And, like, my mouth was agape. Because not one anime movie has ever been good. Ever. Challenge, really? I, I, not one. Guns wasn't bad. Who? What'd you say? You didn't watch Guns. Gantz Zero? Yeah. Is that an anime? Yeah. I had no idea. That was actually good. Okay, there was one. I didn't know that was a, <laughs> a, a manga first. So, okay, I'll give you that. Gantz was actually really good. I really like Gantz. Um, <laughs> but other than that, like, the Dragon Ball movie was trash. Bleach was trash. Full Metal Alchemist was trash. Uh, Attack on Titans trash. Like, all anime adaptions have, other than Gantz, have been garbage. And Bleach was no different. Me and my friend, we watched it, and both of us were just looking at each other like, what is even happening? Because they changed the story completely because they're not going to make another one. So they, they ended it off. So they had to cap the story off in a weird place in the story. It was, oh, God, it was so bad. I just, I was defeated after I watched that. Like, it just, it, it didn't ruin the series for me, but it was just like, somebody made that and said, yep, that's it. That's what we're going to put out. Well, kind of like Death Note. If you didn't oh, yeah, that was know the series, one. Death Note was garbage. Well, okay. My issue with Death Note, and I don't know Bleach enough to know about that, but Death Note already had, I think it came from the movies first, and then they made the, the, the manga. Well, not the manga itself, but the, the anime. And the movie was fine. It was fucking fine the way it was. And then Netflix decided, yeah, you know what? We're going to remake another Death Note movie because that's what the world needs right now. And they made another version and apparently it was shitty. And yeah, the, yeah, the commentaries and everything, the, the, the critics didn't say, they didn't say good things about it. Yeah, because it was bad. But I always think like if you don't know the series, if that's your first contact with the series, would it at least make you curious to know more about the series? I just, man... I just, I just, they need to stop. If you're thinking about it, don't. It's a terrible idea. It never works, except in one specific situation. It's bad. So you wouldn't even go online and see like, oh man, that bleach thing was was pretty meh. Let's see what others made with it. Say what? So that 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 bleach movie, even though it was horrible, it wouldn't make you more curious as to what other people made with it. No. Because they, they end it. There's, there's no, like, it doesn't, the show doesn't tell, or the movie doesn't tell you that there's more to the story. It's just like, uh. hey, we're going to end in this super weird non-canon spot. God, dude, it's so bad. It's so bad. I mean, we knew it was going to be bad. Like, we both were like, all right, this is going to be terrible, but we're going to keep an open mind. It was worse than I thought. Like, none <laughs> of the characters even looked the same. Like, Ichigo... Barely, I mean, he was, like, the one that was, like, the closest, I guess. But Odihime looked nothing like Odihime. Tatsuki didn't look like Tatsuki. Uh, Rinji and Byakuya looked, I mean, like a bad Halloween cosplay. Like, it was rough, dude. Real rough. Using and it, wigs instead of real hair? Or CG I mean, hair? That's even better? Obviously. I mean, obviously it was a wig. You're not gonna, I mean, you're not going to get that hair. But, like... <laughs> so Biakia has these braids on the side of his head, right? And his hair mm-hmm. like pulled back because he has really long hair. In the movie, this guy's head was shaved on the sides. 
Okay. And it's like, no, not the case. And his braids and like how his hair, God, dude, I wish you could see it. After the podcast, I'm going to show you the, the, the two side by side. It's just, it's something special is what it is. But yeah, <laughs> uh, if you're a gigantic Bleach fan, I suggest you watch it so you can at least feel what I feel. <laughs> and I'm not alone in this, you know, but it's, God, it's so bad. It's bad. Hmm. That's it. I can't. Right. I can't talk about it anymore. My heart hurts. Well, on a more positive note, there we go. Um, last, okay, yeah, the, the yeah, yeah, the last couple of weeks, uh, Doctor Who season eleven started uh, with uh, Jodie Whittaker, and uh, she is she she is pretty good in that in, in that role. Um, I personally, I, I started with the ninth Doctor. I followed nine, ten. I I tried eleventh. Matt Smith didn't do it at all for me. I I just wasn't able to get in there. Um, and then, um, well, even the uh, Peter Cabaldi, I couldn't get in there either. So I I decided to try again with uh, with Jody with Taker. She's great. Like all of the criticizing people that have done, like the production team, like kind of answered it. They made a more diversified cast. There's a lot more people of color. There's a lot more, you know, there's more ladies, more old people. There's more, there's more everything. And even the way the doctor itself reacts to itself shifting to a woman, like people just say like, Hey, wait lady, where are you going? And the only answer he gives is like, Oh, I'm a lady now. Does it suit me? And that's it. That's, that's the only thing you hear about being a lady in the whole thing. Hmm. Uh, the suit he chooses. well, she chooses, uh, is not really sexualized at all. It's it's kind of baggy and everything, so it doesn't really focus on that. Um, like, the whole show just... I, I feel like the first episode, especially this one, is just trying to, like, reassure people. Like, the story was basic. It was just, okay, like, of course, it's alien invading uh, London or Britain, whatever. And, of course, the Doctor stops it. But, yeah. um, like, they go through the whole process of, okay, so... He, he, she, it lost its TARDIS, so he, they, they have to find the TARDIS again. They make a new sonic screwdriver, which is the, the signature tool mm-hmm. um, the Doctor uses to uh, to solve most of its uh, more technical difficulties. Um, yeah, it's it's actually made of spoon. This one, so <laughs> that made me laugh. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's overall. It was a chill episode. It was kind of slow, and it was really just there to say, like, look, we know stuff has changed. We know there's a lot more people to, to start learning about and everything, but we're just not going to set up a lot of things, just let you chill through the process and see how you like it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, she she has it. Like, she's quirky. She She's witty. She has the, uh, the quick answers. And, uh, yeah, the, the first one was kind of touch and go because she she acts confused which is fine i mean she just changed body so you can't really see the yet uh, a character by itself but for for what we saw i think she's gonna do a fine job well good i know because I, I had a there was some people that uh were a little uh, less let's say uh i can't think of a tactful word here but uh that were you know slightly upset that it was a woman, and uh, oh yeah, a lot of people were. Yeah, so I, 
I'm all for the appropriation of women in, in roles that aren't necessarily uh, uh, used to a female role, I guess is the best way to put it. Not like not suited for or anything like that. Just like not normal. No, I don't know. Well, it, it just felt right because even in the lore, like, I, okay, so purists of Doctor Who, please don't lynch me. I, I don't remember the specifics. It's just that the Doctor has... A whole lot of lives, right? I think he has like 13 or 14, something like that. And um, so every time he regenerates, he basically wastes its life. So that's why he has that many incarnations, because he every time he regenerates, it's basically a life that he loses. And he was starting to reach the end of it. So basically, if he had 14, he's at his 13th life or something like that. And so people started speculating because Doctor Who's been around for... I don't know, man. I, I don't think it's 100 years, but it's a good 80 years for sure. And so people were speculating like, no, they, they just can't end the series because he's running out of lives. They're, they, they're going to have to find a loophole or something to explain how he just keeps regenerating. And so the loophole most people thought was like, okay, so every time he regenerated so far, he was a man. What if he regenerated as a lady and then basically made itself a baby? Mm-hmm. And then reincarnated as that baby with all a new set of lives and everything. And that was that was the speculation most people had. Yeah. And it seems like it's true because they they did give the doctor a female body this time. So I'm kind of curious to see how they're gonna turn this around. Um, but yeah, it, it just it just made sense, and I'm really happy to see a lady doing it. Yeah, I feel like it's needed. You know what I mean? Like it, you gotta have some sort of diversity. Well, it's especially because, like, Martha and Rose, who were the the, the followers of uh, of the 10th Doctor, mm-hmm. like, one was really PC because, oh, why can't you love me? And the other one was like, yeah, I really love you. Oh, yeah, okay, I love you too. But the thing was that the Doctor didn't really have any any attraction towards, uh, towards like, an alien race or anything yeah. before. Or, you know, so it, it this one was really, really feely, really, like, emotional and everything so to to at least have a lady who i personally hope there won't be a, a love interest to go and, and wreck that shit up but like that tosses the the the, the love interest away that like it, it's really going to focus more on i think the uh, either the doctor's story or just uh, the storytelling of the whole series mm-hmm. that's I, I think that's a good move yeah yeah good things good thing good thing change changes Change, change. Yeah, <laughs> big fan. Um, so random facts. Random facts. Let's go. Random facts. Do we have any? Oh yeah, the McGregor uh, versus Khabib fight for the uh, UFC people in the house. Wow, dude. Okay. So, did you watch it at all, Fib? Uh, I know the headlines. So okay. I know McGregor lost, and I know Khabib started to uh, tried to start a fight. So here's afterwards. the thing. Here's the thing, right? So. Uh, basically, Khabib and McGregor, like, genuinely hate each other. Like, like, just, I mean, hate each other, right? They've been talking shit to each other for months. And so the fight finally happened, right? Um, Mm -hmm. And McGregor got slapped. I mean, straight up beat 
and you know whatever. I mean, that's just what happened. Like the fight. I mean, Khabib just slapped him up, put hands all over him, and hmm. uh, ended up uh, submitting him, which is even funnier, right? And so mm-hmm. there was a guy in the crowd. I'm not sure exactly why he was heckling him, but it was it was another fighter. And he was in the crowd, and he was just talking mad shit, right? And from what I heard from someone that had a video that was close to him, I guess it was a religious kind of um, slander, maybe? And that just set Khabib off. And uh, Khabib? 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 I don't know. I'm probably probably butchering it, but you you get the gist. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, And... He just went off, jumped out of the cage and like, I mean, ninjaed his way to him and just started fighting in the crowd. Right. The crowd just erupts in a brawl like everyone's fighting everybody. It was great. Personally, I love I mean, I'm a huge fan of just seeing fights. But the one thing I think like a lot. Well, let me just finish the story. So the whole crowd brawl is happening. Right. And then somebody from, I guess, uh. Khabib's corner jumped in the ring and then just started just punching McGregor out of nowhere. Just like, I mean, sucker punched the shit out of him and he got pulled out of the ring. Yada, yada, yada. They finally, you know, got everything settled down, whatever. And then it was over. Um, but my, how I look at it, right. Is everyone's like, Oh, you know, he, the Khabib's like, he's classes. He's just a piece of shit. But I'm like, said some shit you know what i mean like khabib just was like i'm just not gonna take shit from some random person in the crowd about you know this that and the other so he went out there and handled his business i don't see personally like if it was just a random person in the crowd i could see it being different but this was another ufc fighter so i don't know like i can't knock him too hard i think people are jumping on the bandwagon of like oh he's a piece of shit because he beat mcgregor so bad and they're trying to brush that under the rug by calling him like shitty or something like that. Or like, you know, he's classless or whatever, but like, no, he beat McGregor's ass plain and simple. You cannot take that away from him. You like, they, I don't think they're going to give him the belt. I think they took his belt away from him and they, what's stupid to me is they gave it back to McGregor, which I don't, I think the belt should just be free. Like it's a for the belts free agent. McGregor got his ass kicked fair and square he shouldn't have the belt anymore. That's my personal opinion on that. But I mean, it, it was dumb. Like he should be fined. You know what I mean? Uh, Khabib. Like, I don't think that was, it should go unpunished for sure. But like, I, it's kind of admirable, you know, like he went out there and said, Hey, you want to talk some shit? Let's, let's, let's throw it down. I just, I just beat McGregor's ass. Let's go. And mm. I don't know. Like, I, I, th- I think people are kind of blowing it out of proportion in a, a, a slight bit. Um, I don't know, but it was great. I loved it. I, I was streaming and like midstream, I just stopped playing Paladins and was like, okay, well, I'm going to watch this now. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was, I, that was MMA history right there. Like if you were watching you, you watched history be made in MMA. That has never happened before. That was wild. All like all five of us, I think that were streaming at the time. Like we just, uh, just stopped streaming and was like, well, this is what's happening now. And it was so worth it. It was so worth it. But yeah, the well, actual fight itself, like McGregor just got slapped up. In what? In three minutes, I think? Uh, it went to three, it went three rounds. 
He submitted him in the third round, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah. So he he got beat. Yeah, pretty fair and square. But yeah, I mean he I know, mean just straight outclassed. Well, McGregor's been known to have a loud mouth and not yeah. being able to to cash it. Yeah, like especially sure. with uh, with Mayweather last year. Oh my was, god, uh, that made that personally made me so happy. Like I'm I'm a fan yeah. of Mayweather, and I don't care what anybody else says about him, what his personality, whatever. Like yeah, whatever. He's an asshole. Yada yada. But, I don't care. But he's a he's an amazing boxer, and when people try to take that away from him, I think you're an idiot. Like I can't accept your opinion if you think that he's not a good boxer. You may not well, like him as a person, but that man is a world class boxer. The thing that kind of brings me on the fence about UFC is that I like the more technical aspects, like yeah, because enough. it's more open. You can see more and more more different techniques of putting people down, yeah. pin them, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So that's great, but when it comes to drama, I feel like I don't know if it's uh, um, like the UFC trying to cap- capitalize on it as a WWE would do, where it's a, a bit more theatrical mm-hmm. than it really needs to be. If you follow my yeah, my, yeah. my oh yeah hundred percent idea there. So I don't know, like if it was organized or not, or you know, some people said, oh, it has to do with the uh, the bus incident that McGregor was on or whatever oh and that's the thing like, uh mcgregor had some shit to talk about like oh if you'd got out that bus i'd have whooped his ass and i'm like well that's not what results say you know what i mean like you kind of need to eat yeah. your words now bud because he would have put you down in the dirt um you know like i i follow it less now but i used to uh to watch what, what was it i think it was uh ultimate fighter like where you saw oh, yes. like ronda I mean, yeah. rosey train and everyone else that, that was nice um but like yeah ronda rousey was pretty good but again that, that's uh that's someone who has a, a pretty loud mouth and yeah, yeah for sure she, she well see that's the thing her, and dana white like handpicks the fights for these people yeah and like that's so that's not cool and like let's take ronda rousey for instance dana white picked all of her fights whatever you know what i mean and mm-hmm. the first time she loses she retires goes to goes to wwe mcgregor just retired after his after this loss like yeah mm, so a little sus a little sus all i'm saying yeah you know i'm not i'm not i'm not conspiracy theory i'm just saying a little sus well no especially being hooked up on adrenaline and everything i mean if someone if someone threw a slur at me and i was hooked up on adrenaline i would probably jump on his face too oh, i'm yeah. just saying like i'm pretty sure the ufc didn't suffer from that that spike of uh of views or anything oh no so, dude if anything that just i mean gee that just made more stuff happen yeah and i mean it's not evil because they're there to make money of course so yeah. there's plenty of money to be had there but yeah i'm pretty sure it was a bit more orchestrated than, than to be honest though i actually don't think so because I, I watched an interview with joe rogan uh one of joe rogan's podcasts and he interviewed mm-hmm. somebody like a week before and the guy was like i wouldn't go to that fight and Joe Rogan was like well why like you know that's that's weird you wouldn't go to that fight and he was like they hate each other so much that if one of the other person wins, like, like some shit's gonna pop off. Like even a week <laughs> before, this guy was saying that, and Joe Rogan like reposted uh, that dude's like when he was interviewing him, and like he called it. Like it, it I th- what do you say is the Russians and the Italians? He was like they hate each other, and it was it was just a a a fire that was just it was like a a, a fuse. That was just waiting to hit 
the bomb. And it finally did. Like, Khabib won. The other dude popping off in the crowd talking shit. And then he's just like, you know what? Like, I... I put my money where my mouth is and I won. You know what I mean? And it was kind of like I'm proving a point at this this stage of the game. Kind of. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he beat McGregor and he's like, shut your mouth. Or do you want to get these hands? And, you know, that's what he did. <laughs> he should. He, uh, Joe Rogan also posted a picture. Uh, if you don't follow Joe Rogan on Instagram, by the way, just go follow Joe Rogan. Just listen to his podcast, too. That man's woke. But and uh just to be clear, so you were saying they gave McGregor back his belt? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so that makes a lot more sense. Uh, people on Reddit were saying, get ready for a revenge match. Now I understand a bit more. Yeah. Oh. For sure, I'm pretty sure he's not just retiring now that he has his belt. Like, he's going to talk shit or something, and he's going to get back in that ring, for sure. And get slapped up again, dude. Like, this wasn't like... And this is the same thing that happened with Rousey. Like, nobody mm-hmm. was even close. And then that one person, I don't remember what, uh, Holly Holmes, maybe? But she yeah, just her. slapped her in her mouth, dude. Teed off with her and put her in the dirt. That so she ma- was a boxer. That made my soul so happy to see Ronda Rousey get slapped up like that. Because, like, it's just not... She always won... By overpowering the other person. She never had somebody that was like on par with her. And as soon as she did, she, she got destroyed. And it was and really the, often below below 30 seconds. Like in less than 30 seconds, the other yeah. person submitted. It was, oof, man. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. UFC is kind of, I mean, I know it's a business and that's what he's doing. So, yep. whatever. But man. So, it's of sure course, people, if you want watch. a... A, a more thorough analysis of the whole fights and oh, everything. Oh, for sure. We're not qualified at all. There's no. definitely better people than us to say dude. that. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now, the Joe Rogan something podcast that interests man. us. So, yeah, go see go see Joe Rogan if you want to talk. He's to definitely gonna have some words about that fight. Hundred <laughs> percent. All right. Yep. That's uh. That's it for me. So two or three other news, and then we're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. So, um. The the people who are managing George Romero's estate just uh, just announced that he had left dozens of scripts for uh, for new movies, uh, so I'm pretty sure they're gonna sell those. So I'm just I just hope um, whoever buys them or try to produce them uh, are gonna be good enough to not butcher the scripts. Yeah, that um, I feel like there has to be some sort of prestige. That you have to have to even buy it, you know what I mean? I feel like you just, if you just sell it to anybody, like that's kind of sleazy. Well, I hope like the family is going to supervise it, and not yeah. that they're going to have the same kind of skills, but at least if well, they could yeah. just like read the actual script and say like, no, you're going to follow this, not necessarily to the letter, but you're going to go by us if you want to make any change. Um, because as as good or bad. You could think that George Romero's movies are. He kind of invented the movie flicks. Like, of course, they they, they they existed before. But, like, Dawn of the Dead, everything of the dead usually is, is a, a sign of George Romero's. So, um, like, it, it's kind of important for, for uh, the horror movie culture. So, yeah, it, it's a good thing that we could possibly see more of these movies. But it's also a bad thing in, in like... We might see them like butchered versions of the of his scripts, so I really I really hope that's not gonna happen. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. But it, I would hate to see one and it be shit. You know what I mean? Yep. So. And uh, next up, uh, if you like, kind of like art, like me, uh, I, I don't think I've found one person that didn't like Banksy, but uh, one of uh, Banksy's uh, paintings sold for $1.4 million, uh two weeks ago. And uh, basically it was a, a portrait of, I'm pretty sure it's Kramer from uh, Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a, a portrait of Kramer in Seinfeld oh, in a and frame was, and everything. Sh- I seen this on Instagram and I thought it was a meme. Yeah, no, it was not a meme. That was that that was really funny. Um, so someone bought it at, for uh, for one point four million, and the second it sold, there was a shredder integrated in the frame, and the picture was was shredded. So I was like, "Haha, you're you're buying something that was destroyed." And ironically enough, because the the way we evaluate art is total shit. Mm-hmm. Like that painting is not worth double. That's wild, dude. That's I wild. I don't get art. But anyways, so yeah. yeah, it begs a couple of questions. Like, was Banksy there because he had to know when the the, the, the painting was sold, right? Mm-hmm. Because if he activated it before, no money would have been made. But then, like, he had to be somewhere to remotely activate that that shredder, right? One would think, you know. I don't so know, yeah, man. Banksy, Mister Mister Urban Art, uh, did a painting and destroyed it, and uh, it's TLDR, it's worth double now. So stupid. Whatever, <sighs> dude. Art people be art Yay, people, you know. Art, it's destroyed. It it's worth double. I'm yeah. not. I'm not here to voice my opinion on what art is. I guess I don't know. It's, it's fucking weird. Art is what you make of it. That's just, just stupid philosophy, in my opinion. But hey, man, whatever. <laughs> whatever, yeah. man. Whatever, man. And last but not least, Mr. Musk, Mr. Mr. I have a submarine that I didn't use. Um. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, he offered uh, five hundred thousand dollars to uh, to the Flint schools to get clean water in them. Um, so some people are gonna say it's evil again, or he's a piece of shit, or whatever. Especially with all the um, the the market regulation people that he trolled a couple of uh, of, of uh, uh, weeks back. Um, so, anyways. So yeah, basically he said that he had enough money, enough backers to bring Tesla as a, back as a private company. Mm-hmm. So he would retire uh, Tesla from the market totally. And uh, so of course it made the market pissed because apparently you can't do that. There's a, there's certain rules you got to follow when you're, your company's on the market, the stock market. So he paid a, uh, a hefty sum uh, and... Uh, yeah, had to had to try and steer clear of that uh, the whole bullshit. So after that kind of uh, acrobatics, he just donated five hundred thousand for the for the schools to get clean water. So like he's he's eccentric, yes, but yeah. he still does good things. Yeah, I don't I like I don't understand why people have so much ill like ill will towards Elon Musk. I think there's a part of jealousy in there. Like, oh, I, look yeah. at the guy just flinging money left and right. Yeah, but I mean. He okay, made, he, he didn't have to money. pay that. That, yeah, like he didn't have to pay that that sum to the uh, the market authorities or oh, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he could have shut his mouth and just kept his money. But look, that's he not also Elon gave Musk. some to his schools. So and like yeah. like and even SpaceX, like the government wasn't paying NASA, so he was like, "We need ex- space exploration." So I'm just gonna do it myself. Yep. Like I I don't know. I think Elon Musk is one of the greatest minds that we've had in a while 
Well, you know, it's always eccentric people that yeah. that gave give a bit of progress. That's true. That's true to humanity. So we uh, need crazy. His old, uh, we need crazy. His old SpaceX thing is uh, like he's gonna open it to to the public, and it's gonna, it's gonna be there's gonna be a manned flight from SpaceX in a while to Mars, right? No, 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 wrong mission. But yeah, it's a it's a luxury trip to the moon, right? Yeah, I think so. That's gonna be wild. Yep, and it's. Pre- I'm pretty sure that's pricey, but it's not. Uh, it's not uh, uh, Cirque du Soleil pricey, you know. Yeah, yeah. So if that opens more doors, yeah, fuck yeah, why not? For sure, dude. I, dude, I've been rewatching uh, Gundam Wing, so like I'm ready, dude. <laughs> oh, by the way, there's a new Gundam on uh, on Netflix. I don't know how good it is. There's a what the hell did you just say to me? There's a new Gundam on Netflix. Okay, hold on. We're going to Google this right now. Gundam, <laughs> Netflix. This is a live podcast Gundam, in here, folks. Bubble Suit Gundam CU? Mm, or UC? What? I don't know. Mobile Suit Gundam UC? Yeah. Where is or CU, this w- Whichever, but it's, uh, it's two letters. It's UC. De- oh, this is Unicorn. That's what UC stands for. Okay, okay. Yeah, Gundam oh, Unicorn. Bleh. Gundam Unicorn's good. I don't know. Watched the first part and didn't didn't appeal much to me. But that was what, like five years ago, something like that. Unicorn's pretty old, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, that's what it feels like. Maybe it's not. Anyhow, I don't, I don't remember. Let's, uh, oh, yeah, I guess we should do the podcast there. <laughs> yeah, now we're we're gonna do some Gundam exploration. So uh, uh, please excuse us, people. Uh, yeah. Thank you for uh, bearing with the break. Uh, yep. I really needed it. I really needed to sort that whole uh, grandfather thing. So thank you for your patience. Um, so you can reach me personally on Twitter at Althazar, A-L-T-H-E-S-R, uh, E-S-A-R. Yeah, anyways. Kill it. Um, you can also reach a podcast at uh, the 404 Podcast on Twitter. You can write us angry letters at um, le404podcast at gmail.com. Le as in French, l e uh, we also have an Instagram channel that my my beautiful wife uh, is uh, is managing. Yep, doing great Same job. thing at the Four Four Podcast, and then you have all of DJ's shit that he's gonna plug. Yeah, he's a superstar. So come find me at DJ Three Thousand D E J Y Y Three Thousand on all social media. At me. Have a good week. Sick.